0: If you're an author or plan to be one, get excited because this podcast is for you. Book Marketing Mentors is the only podcast dedicated to helping you successfully market and sell your book. If you're ready for empowering conversations with successful marketing mavens, then grab a coffee or tea and listen in to your host, international best-selling author, Susan Friedman.
1: Welcome to Book Marketing Mentors, the weekly podcast where you learn proven strategies, tools, ideas, and tips from the masters. Every week, I introduce you to a marketing master who will share their expertise to help you market and sell more books. Today, my special guest mentor of the week is book marketing coach, Jesse Krieger. Jesse is the international bestselling author of Lifestyle Entrepreneur. Live your dreams, ignite your passions, and run your business from anywhere in the world. Jesse sits squarely at the intersection of publishing and promotion, having signed two publishing deals on two different continents and navigated the world of becoming a best-selling author twice. He's worked with over a 100 authors from around the world to achieve their dreams of writing and publishing a book. His passion is to help authors become entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs to become best-selling authors. And that's why I invited him to the show. So, Jesse, welcome and thank you for being this week's guest expert and mentor.
0: Thank you so much, Susan, for that wonderful, warm introduction.
1: It's a pleasure to have you here. And, Jesse, being a best-selling author is something that many authors aspire to. You've managed it twice, and I believe a few more times as well. <laughs> Talk to us about how you achieved this and what our authors could do to possibly emulate some of your success.
0: The first thing I'd say is that being a quote best selling author is there's two aspects to that, which I think are very important to touch on. One is it's the end result of everything. I mean sure if you're sitting down or if you're thinking about writing a book or if you've even written a book of course it's a worthy goal to say I want to become a best selling author but the fact is that that's the end result of a lot of planning strategy hustle forming partnerships and relationships getting a handle on promotion being out in front of people in the media and through that process if you do it all right then eventually you can claim that that title And so, that brings me to the second point, which is that being a best-selling author, in the technical sense, is a moment in time. It's depending on which chart or where you're getting this credential from, it's usually that your book outsold other books in its category for a week or a month. And just like having, say, a hit single, if you're a musician, it's a moment in time when a number of people at the same time, or within the same bracket of time, have paid attention to, purchased a copy of your book, and it may not be you know, a best-selling book for months and months and months or years and years on end, but to truly say you're a best-selling author is you just have to hit it once. And so I guess those are two things that I would say on the topic of becoming a best-selling author, and now you know, I'd be happy to share some strategies to help your listeners get
1: there. I'm thrilled that you explained that because I think that's a concept that people don't really fully understand. And you explained that perfectly. So now let's talk about the planning strategy. Strategies that our authors can implement easily that's really the focus is what can they do that they can do, you know, without too much problems that they have to hire somebody and pay a lot of money. What can they do?
0: Judging by the question, it sounds like it's safe to assume that somebody at this point has a book done and maybe it's almost done or maybe it's complete. And now you're turning your attention towards not writing the book per se, But how do you market it? How do you get it out there and ultimately make it a best selling book? I'd say the good news is it's in some senses a lot simpler than a lot of people, a lot of media, a lot of places may lead you to believe. And I really think it's based around relationships and relationships, primarily the relationship with your readers, but also relationships with people in the media and people that have their own access to audiences through which you can leverage their platform to get more exposure and drive more sales of your book. So let's sort of tackle those one by one. I mean, developing relationships with readers, that can take place in any number of ways. I mean, something that I like to do personally is set up just a simple landing page and offer. I mean, so I run a book publishing company. I don't know if we had touched on that. But aside from my own book, you know, I'm working with authors constantly, day in and day out, publishing their books. So one thing that we'll do that's consistently been successful is just setting up a simple page where you can give away either a few sample chapters from your book or some associated complimentary resource. So let's say, for example, one of the books we published is called Get Paid for Your Pad. And it's a book for Airbnb hosts. So for people that want to make money renting their house out on Airbnb, it's a huge hot topic right now. And so, you know, we set up a landing page that essentially says how I made $5,535 renting my apartment out on Airbnb last month and how you can too. And then I think there's one more sentence that says like, click here to download the first 60 pages of Get Paid for Your Pad to learn how you can start making money with your home on Airbnb today. And that's it. That's the entire Web page. Right? It's like three sentences. And then there's a picture of the book and there's a button to click. And that initiates the relationship with the reader. Right? And we can talk about how do you get people to that page. But for me, I think that click is when you begin the relationship with the reader. Now, where you take that relationship, you know, obviously right away they should get an email that has the sample chapters and sort of welcomes them. And then ideally from there, you encourage them to stay in touch and get build some type of community with you. So in that case, just using this book as an example, we have a private Facebook group called Airbnb Academy. And in that welcome email, it says, hey, by the way, join our private Facebook group of Airbnb hosts to build connection and get tips on how to make more from your apartment on Airbnb. So now right away, you know in the span of a couple minutes somebody's come to a web page seen a compelling offer gotten some actual book content delivered to them and has now been invited into a community of other people looking for similar information and that starts the relationship and that engenders a tremendous amount of goodwill when it gets closer to book launch time because you're paying it forward by giving value building community and most importantly connecting them with other people and other resources to help with the uh, the objective or what people want to accomplish by you know reading your book.
1: How long before the book is actually published and available in its entirety would you go about doing this?
0: You can do it very early, even if you're very early in the writing process. You know, you could conceivably put the first couple chapters that you've written at all into this type of a simple format. And begin engaging with people throughout the writing process. Alternately, when the book's almost done or done, typically when I would recommend doing it is after the book is done and you have cover design and you have some branding around the book itself to really shift attention and truly, you know, shift away from being in writing mode, being away from in book creation mode and into book marketing and book launch mode. It's two different hats. And so, you know, I'd say six to eight weeks before the book launch date is when you really want to ramp up efforts of this kind.
1: I know that one of the aspects of your business is to help authors build a book-based business and also a brand around their book. Talk to us more about the strategies involved in that.
0: Well, sure. There is a second point that I was starting to make there. So oh, one I apologize. Building... No, no. They segue into each other nicely. I'm good. That's an initial way to start to build relationship with your readers, which ultimately is your biggest asset as an author is having a good relationship with your readers. And so then the other relationship is with people in the media or that are what you can call promotional partners, people that have an audience of their own and that through your relationship with them, will give you access to their audience. So one immediately accessible example, this is podcasting. I mean, here I am with you, Susan, on a podcast, and we're recording and talking about things that are related to my business, which is book-related, and then your audience is going to hear it, right? And so, you know, that's just one example, though. Like, going back to the Airbnb example, there are a lot of other companies that are in the space of providing different services to Airbnb hosts. So the authors and myself proactively built relationships with the companies that service the same target customer, I guess you can call it. The person that would be an ideal reader for the book, Get Paid for Your Pad, is the same target customer for a company that provides services for Airbnb hosts. So we built relationships with them, gave them a signed copy of the book, generally, swapped tips based on that shared interest and then asked, look, you know, would you do a feature to your audience for us and, you know, give us an opportunity to share our book with your customers and clients. So that type of a relationship is extremely valuable because it's exponential. Building a relationship with your readers, that's a linear sequential process in large part. But if you build a relationship with somebody that has an audience of their own, that could put you in front of 1,000, 5,000, 20,000 people with the stroke of a button and the send of an email. And so those are valuable relationships to develop. And I guess that segues into you know, your next question of how do you really leverage your book to build a business and brand? I think a lot of it has to do with those relationships with other people that have, you know, whether they're influencers or media, podcast, radio, TV, or related companies that provide products or services to your readers. The other way, and the way that you actually make money as an author, is by having some, what we can call a back-end product or service. So whether that's running live events or seminars, whether that's doing coaching or training, whether that's forming and running mastermind programs, whether it's selling physical products, Or whether it's some sort of a subscription or ongoing participatory experience that people pay for, the real money to be made is actually not in the book itself. You know, I think that's kind of mainstream now, but if you're hearing it for the first time from me, then just really let that sink in that writing a book and being an author is not the way to make a lot of money just through book sales alone. However, a book can be a phenomenal, one of the best business development tools I've ever seen. And that is where its true value lies in terms of you know, value, in this sense, being called like monetization value. How do you really make money from it? So we can talk about that more, or you can point me in a direction that you want to go.
1: First of all, thank you for saying that about the book, because so many authors come to me thinking that they're going to be making a lot of money out of their book. And as you rightly say, that's not going to happen. And it's that back end. So keep talking about that business building and that brand building. That would be very helpful. Thank you.
0: Let's use another example, I guess, for my own book, Lifestyle Entrepreneur. In the back of the book and throughout the book, I make a few mentions of the fact that, you know, I have training and resources and coaching available for aspiring entrepreneurs. And so for me, from my own perspective, I wrote a book based on 10 years of experience as an entrepreneur, specifically geared towards how do you build a business that you can run from anywhere in the world that leverages your interests and passions become kind of a hot topic. And so sure, I've sold thousands and thousands of books. And resultingly, I've made thousands and thousands of dollars. But that's not a lot of money right? over the course of years. What I have done is built out an entire, at the time, now I've shifted to publishing. But for two years from when my book came out, I was enrolling coaching clients at $2,000 to $3,000 a month where I'd work with them every week to actually put the ideas in my book into practice, help people launch a business from the idea stage through to having a, a business that's capable of making sales and is, is online and live. And so, you know, right away, just one client at, let's say, $2,500 a month, given the fact that I worked with a, a traditional publisher on my book, so I'm making, you know, $1.50 or so per book, which is paid out nine months later. So in one month with one client, you know, I'm making as much as if I sold a couple thousand books, just to put that into perspective. And I had more than one client who paid me for one month, right? So, That's good to hear. <laughs> isn't it? So yes, I had a, a coaching practice. I built an online training program called Business in a Weekend. I developed an audio training program called Become a Lifestyle Entrepreneur. And I had a suite of products and services that were still in line with, you know, still directly derived from the ideas in my book, Lifestyle Entrepreneur. But it's important to see the different layers of value. And I'll explain those right now. So a book is great at conveying information, theory. Maybe it's got some how-to stuff. And it falls into this category of sort of information. And so people will pay 10 15 $20 for a book and learn in this sort of a fashion. And of course, a book can be worth tons more, right? A book can change your life. But as a product, it has a very low price point. So people will pay more for training. And so when I had my audio training program, initially I was selling that for $297 and it's six hours of audio where I'm literally talking through step-by-step how to do the exercises to come up with ideas that can be a business of yours, then how to research those, how to validate them, then how to build websites, how to do marketing. So that's training, right? Helping somebody go from point A to point B. And that's inherently more valuable from a price standpoint. And that's why it has a higher ticket price on it. Then a step above that was my business in a weekend, which was a a weekend long online program that I taught live, but online. And I had people from over 20 countries ultimately participate in this. And so for $497, people can spend a weekend with me learning live, interactive, online, and having an experience. Right, so that's even one step higher up the value chain than an audio training where you just push play and listen to me talk. Now it's me and you working together on your idea over the course of a weekend and that's that was that program and then of course in the higher end was one-on-one coaching, which is what I initially described two to three thousand dollars a month to work one-on-one with a small handful of people. So when you put it all together, full disclosure you know it takes some time to develop out these different products and services. But when you've got them in place, all you really have to do is focus on getting your book into more people's hands. And a lot of the rest of the business starts to grow in proportion to the extent that you do that.
1: I love the idea of learning a weekend online. Now, were you able to work with people individually that way?
0: Well, it was a group program. So I'd run the program. First, I'd, I'd market the program and then people would sign up and then we'd all go through it together. So it was basically a series of seven 90 to 120 minute webinars. So one and a half to two hours. We had seven of those from Friday evening through Sunday evening. And we had breaks in between, you know, we would finished teaching on something and then I'd give an assignment and say, OK, work on this for the next couple hours and then I'll see you back here on the next uh, training webinar. And so over the course of a weekend, a group would go through it together and it was uh, an experience an ex experiential. And so, yeah, that was how I approached that.
1: So was this a group of people who knew each other or were they just people who were around the world individuals?
0: They didn't know each other necessarily. If they did, that's yeah, extra bonus. But OK, but what we're talking about here is how I've leveraged my book, to build out a business and build a brand. So business in a weekend is a brand. It's a program. It's, it has its standalone you know, branding and place on the web and so forth. And as a business tool, it's a online uh, weekend-long live training that I've ran a number of times. I've since discontinued it because now I'm really focused on publishing. But I'd market it, and people that read the book would go there and ultimately sign up for it And no, they didn't know each other. They're in different countries, different time zones, whatever. But everybody can take part in the same experience. And I think that's what's valuable.
1: It really is. So what else can you tell us about a book-based business? What else do we need to know? What else can we use to build this brand?
0: I mean, one of the most important things, I guess, is just to have this mindset and strategy that extends beyond just your book. And so if you only take away one thing from this whole interview, it's that the book is not the end. It's, I know that you've spent a lot of time writing your book and your book may be amazing and that's great. And if you don't have something else behind it that has a higher price point and that delivers further on the promise of your book, then it can feel like a heck of a lot of work for a very little
1: return. I like the idea of the mindset and knowing, as you say, that the book is not the end. That's really important for people to understand because it is a difficult pill sometimes to swallow. They've spent all this time writing the book and putting it out there, and then all of a sudden you're saying, but there's more. (laughs)
0: If you're listening to this and you take away one core idea, it's that you know, as a nonfiction author, especially if you're writing business book, personal development book, you know, health and fitness book, how to books, this is the kind of book that really lends itself to building out a business and a brand. And if you haven't been thinking of your book as a business development tool, if you've been thinking of your book as just an end in and of itself, then I have good and bad news for you. The good news is there's a huge additional potential that you can realize. And the bad news is, is that you can't just stop here and expect to make a ton of money from the book that you put all this time into writing. So the good news is that, you know, it doesn't take an additional amount of effort equal to writing a book to create these back end business services, products, programs, experiences, live events, coaching packages, et cetera. You've done the hard work in writing the book. And at the simplest case, doing coaching one-on-one with people You don't have to develop anything else to engage with people in a coaching client relationship. As long as you have a mechanism through which you can get in touch with your readers or through which your readers can get in touch with you and have conversation. And, you know, once you are good at the enrollment skill of getting people basically getting into that coaching relationship, then you know right away, without building a site or doing a social media post or anything, you have the ability to make thousands of dollars a month just from working with a small handful of clients in a close one-to-one fashion on the very ideas that you've conveyed in your book, which again, the book being a valuable business development tool is, look, if somebody reads your book and they want to get in touch with you and talk about coaching, that's what you would call in other industries a hot lead. <laughs> it's, uh, there's not like some hardcore sales process that has to take place. I mean, I found this almost in a roundabout way when people. I put my personal email in the introduction to my book. I said, "Look, if you know if you've read my book and this is exciting, or if you learned something, or if this inspired you, reach out and tell me." And people would write to me and tell me their stories. And still to this day, they come in. I Just today, I shared on my Facebook, somebody who found my book in Canada, read it, quit their job, started a business, and is now traveling the world doing something that they love and ultimately interviewed me for a podcast that they had started. There's this whole coming full circle thing, right? So the point is, if somebody reads your book and gets in touch with you, you don't have to put on like this salesy type of a persona, they're reaching out to you because they already know you and like you and feel like they know you in a certain degree through your book. And so that's why I think it becomes such a valuable business development tool.
1: And that's something so simple, but yet look how effective it is. And here you've changed somebody's life. I know you're changing a lot of people's lives, but this one in particular is just like, that goes right to your heart. So congratulations. I got
0: to tell you that the most rewarding aspect to me of having written a book and believe me, I did not think of this on the front end when I was starting to write my book. But the most rewarding aspect has been those stories that have come in the lives that I've touched without having even met them in person. And that speaks to the power of what book enables and hopefully gives some encouragement you know, if you're partway through your book and becoming disillusioned, you just have to get it done and get it out there. And then you can start to feel and realize the impact and the potential that it has.
1: Mistakes. I know you've sort of touched on a few mistakes that authors make, but what are some of the big ones that you've seen with your experience working with authors? Well,
0: honestly, it's in line with what we've been talking about here in the sense that the biggest mistake is looking at the book in isolation. And, you know, it takes months to write a good book. And if that's it, then if you don't have a broader strategy or if you're not thinking of the book in terms of how it plays into your broader life goals, your business objectives, brand development goals, etc., then that's a big mistake. And another big mistake, looking at finishing the book and, quote, just getting it out there as the real finish line, because it's not. And I understand that writing a book can be a very long process. Sometimes it can be emotionally taxing. All sorts of stuff comes up when you're writing a book. But finishing the book and writing the words at the end and then putting it somewhere online, that's actually the starting line. That's day one of the point after which people can engage with the ideas in your book. Before that, it's just you and maybe your friends and family. But once it's out there and publicly available, that's day one. And so that's another mistake I think a lot of people make is having myopia, having a very limited scope. It goes something like this. Once I just get this book done and get it out there, then dot, dot, dot. There is no just get it done and get it out there. You know, to really have success requires a coordinated, consistent, ongoing marketing effort and a willingness to show up and be a voice for your book, for the ideas in your book for months and years to come. I mean, you know, here we are. I still do one to three podcast and media interviews a week. And (laughs) my book came out years ago. 2012 initially in Asia, 2014 in the U.S. and the rest of the world. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, thank you, Susan, for having me on. And you know, if these ideas are interesting to you, I encourage you to grab a copy of my book, Lifestyle Entrepreneur. And for your writing and authorship, I have a four-part video training series that you're welcome to have free access to. You can get that at bestsellerthisyear.com. Just go there. You'll see a video of me talking, button to push, boom. You get those videos, some other resources, and then get in touch with me. You can hit reply to any of those emails and it comes straight to me. So yeah, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. And and this is what I do. This is what I'm passionate about.
1: Excellent. And if you could leave our listeners with a golden nugget, what would that be, Jesse?
0: I'll give you two. One is this. If you're thinking of writing a book or if you feel like you're kind of called to write a book. Well, guess what? You are meant to do it. You don't need anybody else's permission. You don't need any other external validation. If that's the way you feel, you're meant to do it. The second is, say you've already got a book and you've been thinking of it in a box, as in the book is a self-contained product and it's an end in and of itself. The golden nugget is expand your horizons. What other products and services can you offer that supplement and expand on the promise of your book? And how can you integrate those such that you, you know, one, make more money, more income for yourself, but two, really fulfill on the promise that, you know, your book contains?
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much. And thank you all for taking time. Out of your day to listen to this interview, and I sincerely hope that it sparked some ideas you can use to sell more books. Here's wishing you much book marketing success.
0: The time is now to take action and finally build your book selling empire. And the great news is that Susan is here to help you. Visit BookMarketingMentors.com and sign up for a free 15-minute book marketing strategy session with Susan. She'll help you discover your first steps to marketing and selling your book. Only those who take action are rewarded, so visit BookMarketingMentors.com. And we'll see you again next week.